Welcome back to That's Whack. The show that we talk about everything that's whack. I'm Cody. I'm Sim. And Sim, have you ever heard of Newsly? Not a chance. What is it? Tell me. Entertain Newsly is the best audio app for iOS and Android. Did you know that they pick up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and read them to you in a natural human voice? Someone reads it to me in a human voice? Human voice, as if I was caressing your cheek to sleep at night and singing a lullaby to you. Oh my gosh. So, Newsly has done something crazy for the first time in history. They've met, made the web listenable. Really? Listenable? listenable? So I don't have to scroll? No. Who's scrolling? Stop scrolling and start listening. So they've got everything between hot entertainment articles to the most trending topic podcasts from all over 40 different countries. 40? Forty. Not four. Forty. Four zero, including this one right here. That's whack on Newsly <laughs> as well. What? Oh yeah. So y'all better be downloading and using Newsly all the time. And now you can use it for free right now at Newsly.me and also in the, the link in the description below and you can use our promo code WAC2021 that I will also put in the description and receive a one month free premium subscription to Newsly. Oh my god. We have a we have a code. A code. A code. For y'all. What? So don't make it go to waste. Use one of the best audio apps for iOS and Android that I personally believe in and go check out our podcast that's back there. One month free premium not just regular not just standard premium description yes so subscription not description newsly.me promo code WAC 2021 and go get yourself that one month free premium subscription now into our show because <laughs> we've had a day we've had, we a, had day. a whole show written out we have so much to talk about we just finished an amazing interview with brooks from the wrap it up podcast which will be later in the show stick around for that one and there was a lot of topics this week but some shit went down today today we got hot hot tea tea. it's still hot it's still boiling on the kettle it hasn't left the kettle yet it's still in there it's i can hear waiting so where do we start where you came over and we were going to have an amazing day. We were going to Ikea. Ikea is my happy place, guys. Just mind you, Ikea is my happy place. Just like Target. Okay, so I think we should start with why were we going to Ikea? Because I wanted to get a desk for my new apartment. To oh, where new I could, apartment. I know, right? Tea. Um, I wanted to get a desk so I can do all my work for my apartment. Um... And I wanted to also get a, like, a chair, like, one, a gaming chair for my roommate, and then also a chair for me to do my, like, homework on and stuff. Um, so we were gonna run some errands in between my classes. Um, just because I also started school today, which was super fun. But did you really start school today because someone showed up to an empty campus? I did show up to an empty campus this morning. So (laughs) one of my classes did not start, but everything else was online. I just didn't show up for it because of everything that went on in 
my freaking day. So that was super fun. I emailed all my professors though and told them I'm a great student. I'm a nerd. If anyone knows that, I'm a nerd. I emailed them and told them, but one of my classes didn't start until Thursday, which is my 9 a.m. class. So that was really sad, but I was still like, just whatever. It's not a big deal. But everything else, I kind of just didn't have the mental headspace to go to and to be like in part of that whole thing, which was kind of crappy because I love school. School is my happy place. Um, yeah, I know. Super, super nerdy. Um, but yeah, so we went to Ikea, um, got some unfortunate news in Ikea. Um, my roommate was having second thoughts of us moving in together. Um, and I mean, like rightfully so we do have a history, which is understandable of like having second thoughts. Um, I think I was, I'm okay with everyone having second thoughts, having their emotions. I'm going to school for a sec. I love people who communicate their feelings. Um, I think that the part that got a little confused for him was that he did he wanted me to kind of wait to see how he could handle the first month of being by himself and doing everything and he didn't want me to kind of find my own place to go out and kind of get everything by myself um which again I'm in a situation where I it is not mentally healthy for me to be at home with my parents um we just butt heads a lot Cody can attest to that he's been a really close friend of mine since high school We've well, talked about the it. show, I mean, yeah. before we even recorded. We've talked about it on the show briefly. Um, so I was under the impression, you know, he got approved for the apartment, that we were going to be moving out in, like, the once we found, the like, the move-in date, which is end of September. So for me to hear that, oh, he wanted to wait, he wanted me to wait pretty much a month to see if he can do it on his own and kind of just come over and hang out with him and be with him every day but not really living there. Yeah, that sounds ideal, but I'm someone that needs confirmation. I'm someone that I'm tired of living out of boxes. I've been commuting back and forth from friends' houses, um, living out of basically like a backpack, um, having like two or three clothes and stuff like that. And I've just been talking for the past month that we've been sending out applications and I'm so ready to have my own place, get all my shit, everything's packed at my house pretty much all my clothes are in a box everything's are like ready for me to move because that's I'm someone that like I'm all in if I tell you I'm all in I'm all in well and that's one thing I want to really make sure is clear here is it was the plan for y'all to To get a place together you guys were both going to move in and both of you we're planning for it and you needed to you need to get out of your house. So we were that both on a, yeah, we were both on a time crunch. He needed to get out of his place that he was in. I needed to get out of the place that I was in. We knew that we both we've been thick as thieves for a, a while and I'd had no reason not to trust him. Um and I still it's not that I don't trust him. I think that his emotions got in the mix of him thinking like uh maybe emotions are going to get involved, maybe this, maybe that. And that expression, I really did. I I definitely say that to this. Like, I've been saying that to you. I'm really happy that he expressed those concerns to me because that is something we need to talk about and tackle. But I think what triggered me was him saying, oh, let me take the first month by myself and then not caring that I'm in a situation that's very, very bad for my mental health. That you need to get out of. That I needed to get out as well. So he wanted it to be more of the sense of like, hey, Sim, you're good. You're home. You're fine you have a roof over your heads. Let me just figure it out for a month. And then if I need you, I need you. If I don't, I don't. I don't want to be expendable. I've been expendable my whole life. I do have a lot of PTSD with that, like being expendable in the men in my life, in their lives. So that was really difficult for me to hear. Um, And 
and yeah, so I think uh, I've always had my emotions tied to his. My heart and soul is bound to his for like all of eternity. I really do believe that. Um, but well, this is going to be a stepping stone for me. This is going to be a stepping stone for me to say like, hey, I have to move on. Um, for me, not necessarily saying that I'm kicking him out of my life, um, but I do need to be a little bit more independent. I know Cody kind of tackled on that, that I have been someone that's been very, very dependent on specifically him as a man in my life. Well, because that's also too where y'all were in a relationship at one point had your issues broke up and genuinely for me thinking is you didn't give yourself enough time time to be okay with you after being in a relationship yeah and i think to like fully get over the situation that had happened because now you get put into like this situation where now you're feeling expendable again and all of these feelings are coming back up well that's very clear that obviously things were not completely healed from the first time and i've been upfront with him about my feelings with him and everything i think he has a lot of growth to do on whether or not he has those feelings he's made it clear that he does not want a relationship um so i've kind of made it clear as well that i um i don't I don't want to be, I'll just be a friend, you know, and that that's not going to stop me from dating, not going to stop me from doing anything that I'm doing, and that shouldn't stop him as well. Um, I do think that he really does want to have his time to be alone and do all his stuff and be someone who can have girls come over, do all these things, and he doesn't feel comfortable doing that if we are living together, um, which is fine. I don't, I mean, emotions are still attached from both of us. Um, so I do get that. I do think that I just, I guess, we've both had difficulty with trying to see what's the best thing to do communication-wise and stuff. Um, I've always kind of said, like, I, I, I do, again, I'll say it again, I appreciate him being understanding about his feelings, but it did trigger me to say, like, hey, wait a month, don't, I don't really care, it, I took it as, I don't really care about your situation that you're in at home, um, but let me have the month to kind of figure out what I can do, if I can actually make it work, and if I can't, then then I'll call you in. And that's not what I want. I want it to be, if we went into this looking for an apartment together, we went in this looking for an apartment together. We went in this saying that we were going to be roommates. We were going to live together, split the bills, everything. I don't make enough right now because I'm a full-time student. I'm in my last semester at ASU. Um, I don't want to fuck that up. I'm taking a full course load. Um, I don't have enough to live alone. The market's really shitty right now. Oh, yeah. And we found, like, I we looked at, like, a couple apartments and stuff, and people are just saying, like, oh, like, the ones that are really cheap, they're not in the best spots, which is fine, but they're also getting taken really quickly. Yeah, because that's all that people can afford. And that, I think, that's one of the biggest issues with this problem here is the fact that the whole time with this was you guys were going to move in and be roommates and you guys were doing this together and it was a wee 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 situation and then all of a sudden last minute it switched to a me situation yeah and so and i and i completely like again i'll say it a lot i agree like i had my doubts of us living together the minute he said that to me i said I don't want to ruin, like, the minute he asked me to move in, I was like, I don't want to ruin our friendship. Do you think that, like, this is a wise choice? And he said, absolutely. I think that we can communicate enough. It's fine. And I, I'm i an overthinker. I'm an overanalyzer. Um, 
So I told, you know, and, and Cody knows that I, I over like Cody will send me K instead of OK. And I'll be like, are you mad at me? Is something going on? Like, what's wrong? And don't be throwing me under the bus. I never no, send no, no, a no. K. He doesn't send I a understand. K. But I'm using him example, as an example. But I'm like, I'm using mm-hmm, him as an example. I ain't that one. But yeah, no, he doesn't. Um, But those things I do. And I am an overthinker. And I think when my emotions are attached severely to someone that I do love and I care for it uh, a great deal. Um, I do overthink. So I did have these feelings of doubt and I would, you know, talk to his mom and talk to him and be like, are you sure you want to move out? Are you sure you want to move out? Both of them gave me the utmost confidence that, yeah, you know, he, he hasn't mentioned anything to me. So I said, okay, cool. You know, he loves his mom. He's his mom and him are best friends. And he didn't mention anything to me about having any doubts, anything like that as well. So when this came up, you know, and I said it very openly to him, I just said, you know, it's, I asked you a couple days ago and you were completely fine. And now it's this of, oh, let me just move in for a month by myself. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to be expendable. I, that's why I made it an adamant thing that both of us need to have our, whether I get the apartment approved under my name, he needed to put his name on it as well. And whether he gets approved for the apartment, then I need to put my name on it as well because there needed to be something where we can say that it's ours, even when, you know, anything like that. But Again, it's not me making excuses. He is someone that very much so does lash out um, when he's angry. He does feel like he's pushed to a corner. He has a lot going on himself, and he does lash out. Do I think that it's appropriate? Absolutely not. Um, I think that's something that we've that was a catalyst in us breaking up. That he did have a lot that he thought was okay to him for him to say, like, "Hey, I'm upset with this person." Um, I've always been the person that kind of fixes problems for everybody in my life and for him I would give him everything and put myself in debt to help him um which isn't healthy well yeah and I'm like that well and here's the thing and I'm it you guys I'm not to sound like an asshole but genuinely like I'm glad this didn't work out because I just see I saw it ending so bad in so many different ways but you've only seen the bad part about it from when we were 18 well not even that but just like when you have two people who like used to be in a relationship and things obviously aren't like perfect and there's still feelings there somewhere and then two people are trying to live their lives in the same under the same roof it's it's gonna cause problems whether it be be that you're hanging out with someone or he brings someone over or something like and I'll be 100% like honest about it that I did honestly think like, okay, we'll move in together, see how things work, see how living together works. And then from there on out, like you kind of make, you know, you take your steps and stuff. We, and that was probably wrong for me to go looking into it in that sense. I mean, I am still talking to other guys. I do go on my dates. I do everything like that um, because I'm just trying to not be someone that's constantly just waiting around for him um I have been that person I waited around from October until January and waited 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 still acted like a girlfriend when I wasn't a girlfriend and he on that side ended up making a connection with somebody else and in that time I was still the person that was there for him as a friend taking care of him doing all those things and I love that, and I love being that person for all my friends. I'm that for you when you go through your breakups with your, with your boyfriends or, like, significant others. I am the person that's there to talk to you. Um, but, yeah, it is it is difficult. It's frustrating, um, especially going through the family situation. I did think that I was going to have a safe haven finally. He's always been a person that's been a safe haven in my life. 
him and his family both. Um, and I don't think they'll stop being a safe haven for me. Um, I know that I will always consider his mom my mom. I will consider his aunts my aunt. I will consider his brother my brother. And I will consider him my best friend for the rest of my life. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, that's just like an abusive, emotionally abusive relationship. I'm fully 100% aware that we don't work as a significant other for each other's lives. But for someone that has done a lot for me emotionally, he has made me a lot more confident in my own being. His mother has made me a lot more confident in my own being. You know, his family has done so much for me to help me get me connections, places and stuff like that. I, I definitely don't think that I don't want to have them in my life. Like I, I, again, I take family very, very seriously and they're my family and families fight, families bicker, but families, you know, families have you in the toughest of toughest times. So right now I think we're both trying to be selfish for one another um or selfish for ourselves and when we learn that we find that compromise which is I'm very very stubborn and I know I'm very very stubborn the compromise that I need to come to is not being an overgiver but also not being so 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 headstrong yes and I will and it's really hard too because it's not a fault in any way and it's something that is good to have but it it is a downfall is where you are too giving like you you're like the motherfucking giving tree like you give and give and give until you're a stunt stump and yeah then you have and even then i still give. give until you literally pluck my roots out from the floor which again everyone calls me out on it i know i need to fix it i'm trying but that's where i have like i'm literally one extreme or the other where i'm like absolutely not you're not getting shit or i'm like i'll give you i'll give you everything here's my whole entire existence um yeah so that's hard well yeah and i just you know and i do and i know it's really cliche and stupid or whatever but i do genuinely think that this was for the best and it's going to be really hard now but <laughs> it's only not going to work out because something better was supposed to work out and i think listen we're gonna find you a place we're gonna get you somewhere by yourself and we're gonna get you all set up and we will get you out of the toxic place that you're at now and i think too you will find yourself to be way more happier yeah no honestly i think that i am in a situation at my house that's very very toxic i mean you overheard my conversation with my dad Mm -hmm. he had me in tears um and it's hard because my parents i can't communicate with them it's very very difficult they both have very very opposite ways of talking to me um one will say one thing and one will say another and that's where i've always had my trust issues that come in one parent will tell me one thing and the other parent will tell me another and it doesn't align with each other so i don't know who to trust and that's what's happening right now with my who is supposed to be my roommate i I was going to call my roommate um but again do i think that we could make it work like i know that there's a future in the distant distant future that could potentially be like when we were 18 we didn't work for a reason we took time apart got back together when we were 22 you know and mm-hmm. we had things that we needed to fix from when we were 18 and it worked but there was other things that also needed to be fixed that weren't fixed there were also problems because you grow you go through your shit i think this break that we need to take from one another 
will happen and it'll make us grow and mature. I do think he needs to mature a little bit more. Um, I also think that my communication, I need to learn what is over communicating and what is under communicating. Right now, what I'm doing with him is very much under communicating. And what I did with him when we were in a relationship was over communicate. I gave him literally every single minuscule detail, which doesn't need, like, instead of being like, oh, I'm going over to hang out with Cody, I'd be like, I'm going over to hang out with Cody, it'll probably be around, like, 8 o'clock, and then I'll probably have dinner with him and his mom, and there's, like, every little itty-bitty detail, and he was like, I don't fucking care, right? Mm -hmm. No one needs that much details, but now it's very underwhelming, the amount of communication I give him, I'll just kind of up and leave, and I'll be like, okay, bye, because I don't feel like I have to, like, I wouldn't have to tell you if I was going somewhere, I'd be like, okay, bye, peace out, you know? Yeah because you're my friend and that's where we have our wires crossed that he so we have to figure that out again i do think if we take space grow do our own stuff we can make it fine as friends at least in our lives but as a relationship i i don't know at this point um i think i mean he's made it adamantly clear he's you know he's shown me what he's able to give in a relationship to others but he hasn't able been able to show me what he's able to give in the relationship i haven't been able to receive be a receiver to what he's able to give and he's able to give everything to everybody and for me i think it's it's very much that he he uses me as his crutch and what i want in the relationship with him is a 50 50 i would love for him to be a little bit more empathetic and do these different things but i can't change someone and make them something that they're not Mm -hmm. especially well make him someone he he doesn't want to be with me. He is that person to everybody else, but he doesn't want to be that person with me. So I think now it's just kind of, I have to be selfish for myself. Well, yeah. And now at this point you've done it. It didn't work out. Gave him a second chance. I believe everyone deserves a second chance. It didn't work out. Now I think, yeah, you really do just need to prioritize this as a friend and, really see for yourself that you deserve better and you yeah. need better. I think I'm just trying you to tried, figure out. You tried, it didn't work out. Now you got to go find better. And that's hard. I mean, I, I do have better. Um, I do have someone that I do adore as well. Um, I want the best for him. He's doing amazing in his career, in his path. Um, and I 110% believe that he is he is an angel of a man. He's mm-hmm. an angel of a man that he, and both of them, both of them are. Um, I think that are the reason that this other man is able to, I'm able to look at it with clear 2020 vision is because there is no history. There is no past. It is all fresh and new. Yeah. And the reason that I can't look at it with 2020 vision with my old roommate is because there was such a history, such a past. I've seen the way he is with others. I know how he was with other women in his life. And I have a hard time not comparing. Just the same way as, like, with my parents. I have a hard time not comparing that the way I am with them. I give them everything that I can and more. And mm-hmm. they're, they're, it's still not enough for them. But my brother will give them nothing, less than nothing. And they will hand in on him to like to the nail they'll literally like whatever he says they pl- praise the ground that he walks on almost in that sense and it's a lot because a lot of the things that i talk to him about 
He's like, Sam, I've never been through that. I don't know. I've never had to deal with mom and dad in that situation. So I can't give you advice on it. And that's the same thing that I, you know, if I was to ask someone in my old roommate's life, be like, hey, what do you do in this situation? They would say the same thing, probably. They would be like, we've never dealt with that. You know, we've never had to deal with that type of situation, that type of person. And that's the hard part, I think, for my part is that um, I, I, I do look at that. And that is a very bad defect, I would say, in me. I know it's a bad word to use, but it is a defect in me. I compare. And that is my insecurities that come out. I compare myself um, just because of the way I was brought up. I always was compared to my brother. Um, I killed myself, literally killed myself half the time to try to perform and be recognized as much as my brother, even though I was performing better than him. I would get better scores than him. I would do all these things in tennis. I had more of a natural ability, everything, you know, teach or coaches would say it, everything like that. But I wouldn't get that recognition from my parents and the validation from my parents that I wanted and that I desired. Um, and that was difficult for me. So even with relationships, I look, I seek for validation as in like, I want someone to unapologetically love me and unapologetically doesn't matter if there's a model walking past, tell me the model is beautiful. Tell me that, but don't make me question whether or not you would stay faithful to me. Like, I'm not going to never tell a man that, oh my gosh, if I were to see fucking, I love Shay Marmore. He's like literally amazing. Nothing's wrong with him. I don't care. Anyways, Criminal Minds. Have you watched Criminal Minds? I watched it, but I have no idea what their he's actual the, names are. He's the he's um he's the bald black dude. Oh yes, yes, yeah. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Love him. Anyways, if Shane Marmore were to walk past, I would honestly probably be like, Oh my fucking god, you were amazing, you were this. You know? Anyone that looked like Shane Marmore, I would say that. But I would never make the man that I'm with feel that feel a jealous tendency of saying, like, Am I going to go and sleep with that man, hook up with him, cheat on my man with somebody else? And that's all I, I think I ask for in a relationship. Have your friends. Do your stuff. Be out there. Be social. Be f- happy. But don't make me question your loyalty. And so far, the men in my life have not been able to live up to that. I think my brother is the only one that's been able to live up to me never questioning his loyalty, which sucks because if I could find a man like my brother, I would 110% be the happiest woman on this earth literally the personality that my brother has is crap i hate it i'm not gonna lie he's very dull oh no he is listen but the way he treats women the way he treats women is amazing and i do 110 percent like stand by that but i would love the way he treats women i would love to have that in my life someone treat me that way i could deal with a dull personality if i had to if I got treated the way he treats them, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's why I always well, tell my brother, I'm like, I wish he had a friend who was just like him in person. And like the way that they treat their women and their like significant others that I would date. And that's the, that's the, like anything I would say that. But I mean, yeah. I am 24. I'm young. So it's I'll not. I'll tell like, you right now too. You cannot date a dull person. You would get so bored so quick. It would not work out. You, I would. I know. No, but still, like, I mean, you compromise in those things. And I think that I do compromise a lot when it comes to my relationships. I've always been the one to compromise 90% and the other person 10. And that when I find that that person has a hard time compromising even that 10%, I do feel very, very let down that I'm only asking for 10% compromise. And you're acting like I'm asking you for so much. 
Well, maybe if you were asking for 5%, it would be a bit better. Shut the fuck up, Cody. He takes that 5%. Okay, Trisha. One of my favorite, oh, one of my favorite memes. Well, let me tell you, listen, it, I'm really sorry, and you had so much planned, but we're going to get it worked out. We're going to get you a place. We're going to find you something and we are going to get you all set up where this isn't going to be a big deal cody's been the one whipping me into shape this whole like day i've been literally in tears all day just because i literally feel like i'm going through a breakup all over again which sucks because again we're not dating well and but again thank god for cody he's literally been like all right enough shut the fuck up here we go let's do this you've had to have this happen for you've been kicked out on your ass living in your car and you figured it the fuck out you're not living in your car so grow the fuck up and i'm like you're fucking right and so i wiped my tears you didn't say it in those words i don't do emotions really well i don't know how to be like sappy but i also but i know how to prioritize and be okay well listen we don't have time to be sad we don't have time to be upset and crawl into a hole we need to get this figured out you still need to leave and we have to go 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 i'm always someone who i'm like listen if you're busy and you're preoccupied you don't have time for feelings and that's better so and that's that's why i'm so happy that i have my two jobs i have school starting like i'm gonna be in school all day thursday so that'll be amazing um what today's tuesday so yeah wednesday i work literally from 6 a.m till 8 p.m i'll be at work i won't have time to think about all my crap and then sorry well that's what i'm saying and then thursday i have school all day from 9 a.m to 6 p.m so it's like easy perfect again go like friday starts again and 6 6 a.m till 8 p.m i'm gonna be working so i'm good on making sure my management like i'll be good I've always been someone that I avoid, avoid, avoid right now because I don't have the time to let myself get back into a depressive state of being super sad and going through that because I don't have the means to do it. I need to find a place to go because if I do stay at my parents' house, it is going to be very, very, very bad for me. This podcast probably will not survive. And this, like, literally, I would be so bad where it would be like you would not be getting this type of personality coming out from me, which sucks. you know so and that's that is honestly the biggest thing about life that i've learned is shit's gotta work out solely because it has to that is the only reason is because it has to there is no other option you don't have another option so guess what we're gonna get it figured out and it's going to work solely because it has to and i think you mentioning that to me like you've been this you've been through this before when your parents kicked you out we were there you, you were th- four years ago. Yeah. And that, I think, really helped me out a lot to think about this rationally and be like, I still have a place to live. Yes, it's very, very toxic and it's unhealthy. I still have a roof over my head. Yes, I have to pay rent. That's fine. I will, That's okay. $500 a month, not a problem, whatever. That's, that's not a problem for me, right? Yeah. But I have a place over my head. I'm not living in my fucking car. I'm not worrying about anything like that. I have a roof over my head, a bed to sleep in. Let me think this through. Save up every cent that I possibly can. Work as many fucking hours as I possibly can. And moving out. And if I have to, like, I have always been, like, when my parents told me that they were cutting me off financially, like, starting when school semester starts, which is now, I found a job within three days. I got hired on the spot and everything. And then after that, that was just a stepping stone job. Then I found another job in a in a restaurant. And 
They hired me on the spot, had orientation, everything. So then I had two full-time jobs that both work with my schedule for school, everything. I was over the fucking moon. I said, I'm making an, like, I'm making two incomes for myself that are working, that I can work and pay rent and do all this stuff and live. And I love being someone that's constantly working, constantly doing things. Because, again, I'm an overthinker. I will constantly think, 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 think if I don't have something to, like, make my mind, like, to focus my mind onto something else. And that's why I think I love helping my friends out is because I don't have to think about all my problems. Because in hindsight, yes, it was a lot to deal with. And I was saying that. But when we got here, I was like, I'm so sorry. Again, it's not that big of a deal when you put that into perspective for me. I was like, but that heat of the moment feeling, I'm such a big fucking empath that I felt it to my core. And I think Cody saw that too, where I you literally stopped. destruction. Yeah. And you were like, it's over. Well, I don't have my brain couldn't, I can't do Yeah, this. my brain couldn't process it. I was in the middle of Ikea, literally in the work section, in the workplace section. I literally had to pull off to the side and I think he just saw it. Like I literally felt like the life had been kicked out of me again. Because I was like, I thought I found the light at the end of the tunnel to get out of my dark spot. And I couldn't see any other way because the market is so fucking shitty right now that I was like, there's no way I can't do this. This is fucked up. And I have to go home. I have to do all this shit. I have to do all that shit. I have to deal with my parents. My brother's going to be gone majority of the semester. I don't even have him to latch on to any of this stuff. And I, you know, I didn't know what to do. I really didn't know what to do. And thankfully Cody found a place and then we went to go look at it fuck them literally fuck them because they were like oh you can't move in till October blah 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 blah. we're not gonna have anything available for you but it's a two-bedroom if you want it and I was like no because you're like literally your website says you have stuff available like you're fucking irritating yeah like that's we drove all the way to this place because it said online that they had a studio for 663 like super cheap like available to move in on the 24th of august on the 24th of this month so i was like perfect it's super cheap it's cheap because they want someone to move in asap, ASAP. but like that's perfect the lady literally dis- disregarded need. us like completely so i was like fuck you and literally cody just was like fuck you and basically walked out and i was oh, like yeah. thank god I, I think it was just like a bit of the, like i don't want your runaround i know what i want we came in here we're like hi we're looking for studios and, and she she's was like, like oh, she tried to play well, the whole thing she's like we, we can give you a two-bedroom in yeah. october and it's like no bitch we saw that you have a studio i need a studio yeah and that was the thing because i was like well on the website it said you had a one for 663 available on the 24th and it was unit blah 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 blah, blah. she literally she put out like, all the oh, facts and she well, was like oh and she kind of got stuck with tongue twister kind of yeah. like uh not she did not know what to say. true and i was like well that's why that's we came stupid. down here and we like we've been checking and this popped up so whatever i mean listen we're gonna get it worked out i promise yeah. you everything will get set up I'm starting a GoFundMe. Please help me out. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just no, kidding. She's no, not. I'm not. Don't give her no Don't money. Don't give me no money. I'm making money. I'm fine. To, we got to go a little bit lighter. I'm, I can feel the heaviness in here. Yeah, I almost started crying like three times. I saw you look over at me to make sure I wasn't. I can hear it. I can, I, it was actually really funny. I don't know if we'll be able to hear it. I definitely will be able to hear it because in the audio, cracked. I could hear yeah. like it start to like quiver. quiver a little bit. Okay, on a lighter note. Change the subject, make it light in here. I want to talk about these celebrity McDonald's meals that are like coming out. Have you tried? Did you try the BTS one? That was really good. No, I haven't. Um, Dummy. 
Well, I, yes, I have because I eat fucking chicken nuggets anytime okay, I go to McDonald's. Okay, but it was McDonald's, the so sauce. I, it was the sauce. So hold on, I want to get into that, and we'll get into that in a second because. My big thing about these celebrity meals is they're not special. They're not different. They're not new meals. They're not creating them anyway. The Travis Scott meal was. No, it wasn't. It was a quarter pounder and he added fucking bacon. Okay, like, yeah, but that's so not on the everybody menu. Everybody else and their goddamn mom adds bacon. I'm just bacon saying, to the that's not on the pounder. menu. But no. Uh, okay. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, well, you dip your fries in barbecue sauce. And I'm like, so does. I dip barbecue sauce in everything. Like You bar dip barbecue sauce? Or you dip, you dip everything in barbecue sauce? Nah, barbecue sauce all over me. Like, I want I it. hate barbecue sauce like that. Like, I like it on, like, chicken wings. Barbecue sauce and chicken wings. But I like ranch and buffalo for my fries. Well, okay. So, the Travis Scott meal. And then... Can the we get the Bats meal, Yeah, we'll get a meal. And we'll actually make it cool. Because after the Travis Scott meal, the... Jay Baldwin, I don't know who even Baldwin. who that, Baldwin, whatever, whatever, I'm messing it up. But he comes out, and his is a Big Mac, minus the pickles, which, who the fuck is not eating pickles? Me, I hate pickles, that makes it so much better. I literally will gag. I took a bite of a sandwich one day, and it had pickle juice. Wet. I literally took a bite of it, and I smelt the pickles, and I took it off, and I, I literally scraped off the crispy part of the chicken, and I didn't eat that bread because I was like, the pickle juice is on there. I hate pickles. Well, even still, besides that, it was a Big Mac and fries with ketchup. Like, what the fuck is special about that? You're not, missing the best part. Nothing. Okay. And an Oreo McFlurry. Exactly. But, you, but that's because you, you feel better. You have to better. pay for the Oreo McFlurry separate okay, listen, still listen, with listen, the menu. Listen, Linda. Listen. You feel connected to these celebrities because that's what they order. You're like, oh my nope. God, what if they're nope. ordering it at nope. the same time nope. as me? Nope. Okay, we're going to go down. And then after that one was the BTS meal. This is the one I will kind of give them a little like. They had their own all right, sauce. Yes, and that's the only reason why. I wish why they would keep that sauce. That's they don't have good. it anymore? No, they oh. only kept it for that seasonal time. Well, I am actually really upset because I did want to hear it. I hear, hear it, it, taste it. I can listen to the sauce. Can you hear the sauce? the sauce? You can listen to the sauce. No, I did I did want to taste the sauce. And that one where I was like, okay, cool, because they're doing the 10-piece but they didn't even specify a drink, so they couldn't even care enough to tell you to order a drink. Because they're not going to force you to drink. They're saying, hey, it comes to the drink. Everybody Enjoy else is like, drink. here, have an Oreo McFlurry. Yeah, you have to order with a Sprite. Do you know how many people are in BTS? Can they all agree on that? No. You don't know. I don't think so. I can't agree with anybody. Well, either way, I will Why are we the... such a hater? Listen, I'm just hating right now. Let me have my is hating my moment. Is my hater juice coming off on you? Maybe. My haterade? Well, I just didn't get it, because... Besides the BTS meal that came out with different sauce and it was like, okay, cool, this is coming with something, nothing happened. Because especially after we got the sweetie meal and Sweet that was tea. nothing different at all. But it doesn't have to be different. It's what they fucking order when they go there, Code. But are we sure? That's what that's what they're trying to promote is this is what we order when we're there. We're just like you. We're common fucking American trash like you. No, I want special meals. That's why BTS had their own thing, because they're like, we're not common American trash. And I fucked with it. They're like, so, you know what? We're not. We're bougie. Well, okay, so even with Sweetie, she did say to remix the meal and add fries and sweet and sour sauce onto the Big Mac. And I think that's awesome. But what I think is that should be how the Big Mac comes. I'm not Boy, expecting... you worked at McDonald's. Would you do all that shit? Yeah. If that was, like, the LTO of the time, because, one, you would have to, or else, like, 
Ronald McDonald would come down yeah. and grill your dick on would the he? grill. Oh, yeah. Did you meet Ronald McDonald a lot while you worked there? Actually, I met him once. Dead ass. We had a Ronald McDonald co- clown come I hate in. You. I hate and we had clowns. to wear red and white striped socks over our sh- pants Ew. and look like a fucking idiot. Have I told you about my fear for clowns? Really? Yeah. You know why I'm feared? Like, I'm fearful of them. I believe that if you were an FBI's most wanted on that list, the best escape for you would to be a clown because your whole fucking face is covered and you're wearing a wig. How the fuck are they going to know it's you? Well, so you would just be like, I always like, are you just walking around in your clown costume? You never know. You never know what they could. Well, they do you remember could. 2017, the killer clowns? Yeah. They were just out That's there. That's what I'm saying. Nighttime? That kind of heightened my fear of them. Not going to lie. But I don't, it's not an irrational fear. I just want to know, like, I don't like masks and I don't like clowns because I believe you're on, I believe that you're on the FBI's most wanted list and you're evading the law. So if you're a clown, you're automatically like like an FBI most wanted. I know it doesn't make rational sense, but that's how I feel. Tell me that I'm right. Like, if I was evading the law, if I made something, like, honestly, if I was Mike the Situation from Jersey Shore, I'd be like, bro, I'm going to be a fucking clown. I'd still be making money. I'm tax evasion. They can't find me. Well, I mean, he was found. He was caught. I'm just saying, I would have done that. Like, I would have been like, and then I would have got my house under my, like, clown name. Like, Jojo the Happy Bub. Like, I don't know what they call themselves, you know? But that's what I would have done. And I mean, maybe that says a lot more about my sense of self more than others. But I do believe that that's a very rational fear. I just want to know who you are under the mask. And so when I usually go to a, like... like a birthday I was gonna say a happy birthday a birthday and there's a clown there I do ask them for their full name and then I look it up on FBI's most wanted to make sure they don't show up and I know they probably wouldn't give me their real name but still no obviously if they are FBI most wanted and they are a clown person they are obviously going to use a fake name I keep my distance guys well okay so like I was saying earlier in the show because I I want your opinion on how this should be formatted y'all are just gonna hear all of this we're gonna go to break here in just a second i say we put there is two topics left but one that i really want to talk about which is about okay. this yeah. robot gambling website love it I saw it on tiktok it drove me wild bananas should we go to break talk about it and then do Part the interview. interview with Brooks and in then wrap it up. Or interview. Interview. Okay. Or should we go to break, do the interview, and then finish the show up with this gambling website? What you think? Let's put all of it. Break, gambling, interview. All right, y'all. We'll no, work. no, no. Oh. Guess. Let's do. <laughs> Let's do break, interview, that because i want to be able to say bye to them okay we we didn't say bye to them on our interview yes yes all right guys well we're gonna go to a short break here this closet is hot so we need to like yeah we're in a closet by the way if we haven't mentioned i think we mentioned it like five times i know but i'm just letting (laughs) you guys know again we're still in a closet all right and then we will be back shortly not in the closet in the sense of like we're gay and we haven't come out but in a physical closet (laughs) all right we're going to break and when we get back We'll have the interview with Brooks from the Wrap It Up Podcast. Yay! All right, guys. We are here with Brooks of the Wrap It Up Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. 
No, 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 no. Thank you for having me. I'm very appreciative of the opportunity. Oh, no, I was so excited to have you on after I was on your podcast. Like we had such a good time talking and hanging out. I couldn't wait to get you on to just see what happened. What happens? Son, it was definitely one of my favorite episodes. Season two, episode one. I a better way to start it. We uh, had that movie star debate and a lot of people brought up the same point you did. I have a weird man crush on Leonardo DiCaprio, but hey. Other than that, a little bit. He brought him up a little bit too much. It's okay. <laughs> That's normal. Like if you don't bring up Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio, you're kind of weird. Thank but, you. Yeah. But when I went on, but when you had That's Whack on your show, it was just me. It wasn't Sim, and so that you actually true. know how to meet Sim. So no. Hi. Sim, awesome. Sim, I, I want you guys Thanks to have that for, good. Like having him on that was amazing and oh it was a blast nice to officially meet you it's great to meet you guys i'm very excited i like you guys show a lot i love the style of it very uh, topical laid back and uh i think you and i talked about it cody where it's just like you said with the flow like nothing's forced everything just sounds supernatural so i'm excited to see how this goes i'm excited to be on yes and so to get into the interview what is the wrap it up podcast Contrary to popular belief, it is not a sandwich podcast, nor is it a sex ed podcast. We started with the idea of being a hip-hop-centric interview-style podcast. Uh, Basically, the No Jumper podcast for artists who are posting their hard-worked-on music videos, like on viral tweets or on YouTube channels, where they get, you know, three likes and a bunch of hateful comments. Uh, so we would interview those people. That's what season one was. The idea behind her name, we wanted to be something creative, different. We went with Wrap It Up because we'll touch on everything. Uh, we try to be topical and stay with different topics that are going on. It's been a little bit more tough now that uh, my producer hasn't been on this show recently. So we've just kind of been very interview centric uh, this time around. But that's where it started. And now it is just blossoming into being a content machine, uh, any sort of topics. We're trying to tackle any sort of content creator we're trying to have on. Uh, so basically, we've just became a big, hopefully, network where we can just continue to promote other people, go on to shows. That's why this opportunity is huge. Uh, first time as a guest, so I'm very excited. Um, but that's really where we started and where we're at now with the show. It definitely changed a lot when <laughs> we started with the idea. Oh, yeah. It, and that's super cool, too, because, you know, you most of the time you hear people that want to start a show for themselves and to make themselves blow up as where you started a show to help other people blow up, which is really cool. How do you how do you find those people? Like, where do you go to search to find these artists? And how do you go about getting them? Yes. On? Perfect. Yeah. So. It's a very different process, uh, depending on the artist. Uh, so we know a lot of people who we grew up with here in the Massachusetts area who already were in music. So those were kind of the easiest to book. Yeah. We were like, hey, come over. Uh, we're going to record a podcast. And then after that, we started to branch out and use other social media apps. Uh, Reddit was a big one at first. And I also hate Reddit. It's very confusing and I don't really understand it. So 
like a deep dark web almost like you go into like a downward spiral once you get into reddit the further you get into reddit the yeah. scarier, the it, scarier gets too. it gets i try to stay shallow i don't like the deep end i try to stay shallow no yeah and that well and that's how we came in contact was through reddit that's right that's so right it was really cool to see that be a really cool networking tool to have for sure but it's so hard to use like I kept trying to post and it wouldn't let me post because I was too new and I didn't have karma whatever the fuck that is but then it said to get karma you had a post but then I couldn't post because I didn't have enough karma but to get karma I had a post and then I went to like a horrible spiral (laughs) how did you get to a point where you could start using reddit that I think might be the greatest mystery (laughs) how do people get anywhere on that site I mean, I don't even know how I started using it. I think I started it. So I draw my influence basically from, you know, like three different podcasts and I would follow them on Reddit. And, you know, able, I was able to comment, I guess, and, you know, make points about the show. So I think that's how I was able to start posting on Reddit and finding guests. And it was very easy. And that's, you know, one thing. The pandemic was horrible. Yes. Oh, one of the yeah. easiest things for podcasting. So we have branched out. We really only had, I think, four Massachusetts interviews in season one. And then other than that, we were uh, New York, New Jersey, uh, Georgia, and Louisiana. I believe we had one in California. Um, and that was a lot of fun. And season two, I think, is going to be a lot more fun for me because uh, I was never really the big music guy. Like, I really liked the mainstream stuff and all of that and like I couldn't make beats and I definitely can't write and I sure as hell can't rap but I can talk so being able to do season two and I think kind of focusing on more of the content creation portion of the underrated people you know the overlooked content creators like us and other podcasts uh quick plug on informed banker I had him on this week Uh, I'll be on his show I believe tomorrow what Uh, show is that called the Uninformed Banker podcast. It was about finance. So if you want to see someone tap dance for their life and talk about something they have no clue about, check that interview out because I had no clue what I was talking about. Kind of what you just said. You are more of a topical guy, more of the content. You have this great idea for a podcast. You're executing it really well. You were telling me you do two regular shows as well as live shows during the week. Correct. How do you keep all of that? And like, how, how did you one come up with that schedule and how do you keep track with all of those shows and also trying to like find time for it? Give us your secrets. Cause yeah, we have a hard time just schedule getting for together one, to record one fucking a episode a week. Um, so I think the first thing is insanity. Um, I think that always helps. Uh, so I got the idea, um, basically, like my first influence was a talk or a sports talk radio host in Massachusetts. And it was, you know, five days a week, three hours. I was like, I could probably do that. Then things struggled at first. And then finally, we got the studio. Um, that's when I was like, you know, maybe now, now consider it. And I was like, okay, Monday, we'll have the flagship show. Monday will be an interview. It'll be topics from the weekend, anything we missed, uh, any big like UFC stories, because uh, that's kind of one of our niches as well. 
It's like, what could we do Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? It's like, because those are quiet days. And we're a live show. Uh, so we are live on the Podbean app. Check us out, Wrap It Up Podcast. We take your calls. Uh, Cody, I also want you to join me as a co-host one of those days. Um, I would love to come be perfect. Uh, so we basically, on that show, just pull topics from the day. I mean, it's super easy to find topics to Twitter the internet i mean it's super super easy it's the internet something is going on someone is talking about something. always always um so then we decided for that we'll do tuesday wednesday thursday when we don't have a show and then on fridays usually we'll drop our ufc show kind of got screwed by that because now there's no events for like two weeks uh, because i got shut down because of covid uh, isn't isn't football starting do like yeah. that's true that's true. I think uh, the boxing thing again with all the social media stars. Oh, that's something. Oh, we always get in on that one. Like, yeah, you. We all, we're always on top of that one. In on the Jake Paul's always trying to fight someone. Start some drama there on Twitter. Oh, he That's could absolutely it. kick my ass, but I would so so do that so I could be like, hey, come on the podcast after. <laughs> it's uh, kind of old, but what was your what was your honest opinion about the Logan Paul and? um mayweather fight what, like why did that happen i genuinely don't i don't know why that happened it was so, so watch it, ooh, yeah it was yeah. so i had i had one theory that kind of made sense and i was like all right both the guys want the money i was like but that theory is not very entertaining let's get a little conspiratorial uh so i really broke it down and i was like why do people hate logan paul it was a dumbass, this and that. It was the forest. Exactly. And that was the first thing. Yeah, his first thing I thought of. Too. Like, okay, okay. And I'm like, I tune into his boxing. Like, when's the last time I've been interested in a ball? So I sat down and I thought about it. I didn't really sit down. I'm sitting there, like, Mayweather McGregor in 2015? Is that the last boxing match I cared about? like holy it's like okay so he's doing something for the sport this and that and it got really conspiratorial because he started to call out ufc and their pay which has always been an issue uh, the ufc pay is horrendous and on that boat for the longest time it's well we need to pay the fighters more so now he's that out i think he took this fight to become a legitimate in combat sports and it didn't really work <laughs> not the guy to fight i did the same thing with the conspiracy thing i think it was just because people he was so irrelevant his brother was the most relevant pawn that's true in a he thing. was yeah and so he and wanted jake to, started fighting yeah and jake started fighting he saw how much revenue that brought him with all his social media clout so he was like well shit i've been really down lost his girlfriend all that shit because of suicide forest so he was like hey weather let's go and i thought that's what it was that was my conspiracy i was like he's just trying to like fight the little guy technically because shorter and then he thought it was going to be a quick dub and he was going to get a lot more like followers and i don't know i don't think shit. he ever thought that he was going to win but i Not i like do that, genuinely but... think it all had to do with money like 100 like they I actually, yeah but i, I also actually... to get his social media in too because he oh. wanted to be relevant no one talked about him i forgot he existed That's fair. that is true i do forget about that I also tried to make the case, I think, on one of the wrap-up shows. I believe I attempted to make a case where I thought Logan Paul could have won. But in my defense, the points I made were pretty clear. Like, 
came off pretty well. Didn't do any of the things I said. I could be a boxing coach. <laughs> well, hey, it sounds like you can get some good ass content over there on your channel because like everybody wants to know about like that shit. And I don't oh, know girl. why, but I did I looked at our Spotify what's it called? Analytics mm-hmm. or whatever. Insights? Sure. Sure. Um and we actually have a very like dominant male following. So all you guys out there, I know y'all like sports. Go, 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 go. I'm usually wrong. I'm usually wrong. So I'm sure <laughs> my takes. They're usually not, oh, geez, not that, that good. makes it entertaining. Everybody's got an opinion. That's true. That is very true. So but kind of going off track, like went off track of what I was trying to say a while ago. My bad. My uh, bad. No, I love it. You are saying you're more of a topical guy and you're more this way, but it sounds like the wrap it up went very like a musical way. Where did this idea come from to interview like artists and stuff like that? Oh, I like that question a lot. Uh, so we never actually, I guess, really addressed it, uh, why we kind of did it the way we did. Um, so my buddy Black, who was on the show, and Cody, who was also on the show, on season one, episode one. My, I'm never going to let people live down that Cody on season one, episode one, and a Cody on season two. So one. Gotta find a Cody for season three now. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to <laughs> play the character. So they were all great rappers. They had great songs. They loved what they were doing. It was fantastic, but they had no buzz. And granted, they weren't great on social media. I was like, I kind of get how social media works. Like, I could, you know, promote them. I know where to post it, stuff like that. Like, so that could probably help. I was like, I'd love to be able to make beats. And I sucked. I was like, this is awful. I don't enjoy this one bit. I was like, I don't like it. I was like, yeah, I could ghostwrite. Nope, I don't like this one bit. I was like, I have one topic and it's an egg who left me five years ago. <laughs> We're going to have to move on here. I was like, so I can't do that. Can't make beats maybe i could rap i gave that one about 25 minutes and i was like nope don't even don't even try it not even worth a certain amount of number of drinks in to start feeling like you can be a rapper and i never do i I still don't know what that number is because i've never even attempted it it and so then i was like what can't i do like i said it's like i can talk there's got to be groups out there like this group where it's a couple of very good rappers and they get no recognition. It's like, how many rapper rappers out there who, you know, are just promoting their music to 15 people have been interviewed about their music? Zero. And so there's a market there. It's like, let's start there. And so then we tackled it there and just artist after artist. Uh, one of my favorites was one guy from New Jersey. The other was like right on the border on New York. And we had them on back to back. They actually got the group name uh, from one of our episode names because we had the first. Yeah. I forget what we called it. I think we just named it after their song because we promoted the hell of it. And then on the next one, I think the first guy we had was for Bridges Beats. And then we had Sammy App. So I was like, oh, we're going from Bridges to Avenues. And so we did that, like kind of, you know, tongue in cheek. And that's now their group name is uh, Abs Bridges, courtesy of the Rapid Up podcast, uh, which I thought was super And we had them on for a good 40-minute interview. 
where they talked about their new uh, mixtape, which isn't out yet. But then we're going to also have another big interview uh, with our rap, Cody. He's got his mixtape, the Pandemic Playlist, out, which is going to come out in time. We hope, but it <laughs> became very easy to uh, find artists, and then it became even easier to just find content creators. I think the best way to promote yourself is to get your name out there. So, uh, like I said to you when we did the interview, Cody, it's New England basically years that this is falling on. I think I said it to you in a text or after. Huge bump from your guys' area having you on. I mean, it was absolutely phenomenal. It was incredible. It's fantastic seeing the different like fan bases and the different people you can reach when you get different creators onto your show and you start bringing in like their fans and we were right. really excited being such a new podcast that we got the opportunity to come on to someone who is established who has his podcast established and everything too which was super dope you know oh yeah and no, it's, I... like it's a big it's a big deal to kind of to get that boost to kind of get your show across the country like we are on two opposite sides of the country and now literally thankful for people. zoom right now honestly exactly yeah. that's what i say that's what i say it's but really the only thing like what you said you're getting listeners from a whole different area than you would have ever usually gotten them from yeah. and then hopefully oh. with the word of mouth it'll spread and Damn right. Damn right. It's like COVID. <laughs> I was going to say, there's probably a virus joke. Oh, no. I bought it. <laughs> oh. Um, I don't know. I'm just going blank right now. Well, okay. I want to, qu- I have a quick question. So Absolutely. I think you vaguely answered it, but like, where do you usually look to like, find a rapper that you feel I guess what's your what's the word I'm looking for like what's your thought process like I guess I'm not a rapper I'm not a singer I don't know anything I'm just using me as an example like how do you go about choosing how do you choose, yeah how do you go about you choosing a person show? like what do you have like a certain checklist you're like okay this 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 and this or like what <laughs> yeah in a sense in a sense um so it's definitely got to be somebody who has music out uh, that's been one of our big things we've had some people be like oh I have music on the way well talk to me when you have it out and then you can come on you need like we need something out. exactly need something to build off of talk about stuff like that uh, so usually we'll look uh one of the biggest places is viral tweets you'll usually see people who are trying to promote their music videos the original poster will usually block their comment uh, so i'll dm them on twitter and be like hey come on my show uh promote your music we'll talk about it Reddit's a big one. Uh, a lot of people promote their music on there. I'll just send them a message. So, uh, and just have an interview about their music. And then really a lot of people in our circle, a lot of people are trying to make more music. It's just definitely been tough getting them in the studio, which is always tough. Other than that, uh, YouTube is a big one too. We'll usually check uh, for low views on YouTube if it's music we like. Um, my favorite story is, again, the first two guests we had when we reached out, uh, I believe I met both of them on Reddit first, and then they played me their music, and I absolutely loved it. Uh, it's in my playlist now. It was fantastic. And so 
that's always the easiest way. If it's something that we like, that's always the easiest thing to use. We'll try to go for them first. And then after that, it's really just, it's creative. Nothing that we can't really jam to. Um, there aren't really any genres we reject. Probably heavy metal would be a tough interview. <laughs> I don't know if we'd be able to do that one. Specific um, or what? We try not to be, uh, but there are certain genres where I couldn't see certain interviews going too well. What is yodeling song of 2021? And I'd like to come on and promote it. It's amazing. I mean, we could try it. <laughs> I would never say no. I would probably <laughs> say, oh, the file got corrupted. Darn. <laughs> it's, like, it's like no interview this week. <laughs> um, oops. You have all these really great ideas and you have this awesome show where you're giving all of these people platforms that one typically they wouldn't get, honestly. Like as someone who makes beats myself and sits in my room and just makes them just because I just post them on Instagram and usually just get a couple of likes and a couple of comments and that's that. And like for someone like me who's just doing it small and not really like thinking of it, if I ever got liked a message from a podcast or something like hey we want to promote your music or hey we want to do something or we want you on the show it would like it would like rock my whole fucking world honestly like just wow you've actually gotten recognized and that's like that's something really cool to think about like what you're doing like no one's gonna really say that but inside for these smaller artists to like get that opportunity to kind of feel like a somebody for a second is really great for them and to think about like like you even said with the first two people that you had, you've actually liked their music and were able to put that into your playlist and continuously listen to it. That would not be music that you would typically find. Like you would have never known them unless it wasn't for the show. So like, that's super cool. Um, that's definitely been one of my favorite parts for sure. As uh, I hear music, I'm like, I don't think I would have ever <laughs> found this about the show. Like not a chance in hell. <laughs> It is, yeah, and, like, there are a bunch of talented people out there in the world that, unfortunately, would just won't get an opportunity because, unfortunately, that's just the way the world is. But now, at least they have the ability, you're giving them an ability to get it out to at least somebody, and now yeah. people get to experience their talent. They have someone who has a connection to get their name out there. You have a following that can get their name out there a little bit more. And it's like you tell one person, they tell one person. It's just a chain reaction, you know. One person tells ten, ten people tell, you know, twenty, all that different stuff. So exactly, that's awesome that you guys are able to do that, and you guys have been able to do that. You're on your second season. That's amazing. Yeah, it's uh, definitely moving fast. Definitely moving a lot faster than I thought it would when we started it. Um, definitely didn't think the five days a week would be content, but. I know, I mean, and we're gonna keep doing it. Content to stay relevant. Yeah, we're hoping we get to a spot where we can, you know, where we're doing get that. a following to we can have like move it up to two days a week, then three. I mean, you know, so hopefully, fingers crossed, we get to the same spot you're at. Uh, well, you're always welcome on the show, and then Cody, <laughs> I want you on the live shows with us. Uh, oh yeah, you're welcome as well to join oh, us thank you i know definitely uh, we said that the next time we definitely want to you should we can uh, definitely put away a time slot for you guys uh, and awesome. that would be fun as hell this has been so awesome and i really appreciate you coming on my last final question i do want to ask is 
what more can we expect from season two? That's a great question. Give us a little inside scoop of, you know, maybe some special guests. Oh, yeah. So there's going to be plenty, plenty of special guests. Um, Wrap It Up podcast is probably going to be a little bit unavoidable on social media. We have in season two, but I'm very proud of. Um, I just got the merchandise today. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll be doing three separate Instagram giveaways where we will be sending away merchandise uh, and the only what or all you have to do will basically be putting an Instagram post on your story. Uh, We'll go through them. You'll be entered in a drawing and then we are going to uh, ship. I believe it's a hoodie, a mug and a t-shirt with the season two logo. We'll get the old logo as that is the last old logo shirt that we have probably for a year i don't think we'll make that shirt again for another year Um, but i liked that one but you always need to change you always need to change uh season two special guests Odie will like i said be dropping his pandemic playlist and he'll be on the show uh two big music interviews that we'll be having uh lack and joe lib have their first music video that'll be coming out we'll be premiering it on the rapid up podcast I believe there is one other big one. There's going to be a couple of different live shows that we're excited for. Um, Working out the details for it, but uh, maybe maybe something where we uh, we might have to spend a little bit of money, but I think it'll be worth it Um, all around the UFC. But uh, we'll be having certain little watch parties um, in different areas. So we're gonna see how that goes. Um, there's one other big one I was excited for. Uh, we are also going to, I believe, in the next couple of weeks, host another contest on social media where we're going to ask our fans to create a logo. And if we pick your logo, you will get obviously free merch. Um, and then we'll use that logo and promote the hell out of it. Uh, so we're gonna see how that goes. A little bit of stuff like that. Season two is all about interactive and content creating. Uh, that's kind of the focus behind season two. We're going to be everywhere. Uh, we're going to be live Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So please check us out up there. Uh, that'll be fun on Podbean. Um, I like doing those shows because, again, it's quick. You know, usually like an hour. Yeah. Just to on some easy topics. Uh, and like we said super easy to find topics so that's always fun uh season two yeah it's just gonna be a boatload of content oh, <laughs> and well, that, we're i'm super excited for it yeah that sounds so awesome it sounds like you guys have a lot coming up you've planned out to have a season two that's going to just crush season one of what you've already got and let me tell you i'm going to be the first one to post on my story to try to get some fucking merch like <laughs> I love merch. I'm going to promote the hell out of it. Yes, please. Wrap it up. We love this new merch, too. Uh, I created it. At first, I hated it. I did not like the new logo. It's like, I don't like this one bit. And then I saw it on the merchandise, and I was like, this looks like a sports logo. It's like, I'm starting to mess with it. And then a bunch of people reached out, and they're like, wow, this one looks really nice. All right. Three months. We're not longer gonna have it for. Uh, that's how yeah, awesome. season two is gonna be fun. It's so cool that you guys are getting merch out, and you've got so much to look forward to. 
where can everyone find the Wrap It Up podcast? Yeah, what Absolute, should they follow? Absolutely. So uh, be sure to check us out on Instagram at the Wrap It Up Podcast underscore between each words. Again, the easiest way to find it is by looking up Wrap with a W or Wrap like the sandwich. Uh, we're also on Twitter, but not as active on Twitter because I don't really like Twitter. Uh, that is at rap underscore podcast. Again, W-R-A-P underscore podcast, like the sandwich or rap with a W. And I think on Spotify. I don't think, I know we're on Spotify. 100% <laughs> on Spotify, I can tell you that. So please check us out on Spotify, the rap of podcast, W-R-A-P. Yes, and so make sure to go check out his podcast. I'm going Thanks to out. have a link of the description, link in the description to the show as well as to their Instagram page and make sure to go check out the interview that I did with Brooks last week it was such a great interview go give that episode some love thank you early favorite of mine early favorite of mine it's going to be the best episode damn right damn right again (laughs) I want to thank you guys for having me I want to thank you guys Oh, uh, no, you are great. And you're always welcome. Everybody go <laughs> check out the Wrap It Up podcast again. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you so much once again, Brooks, for doing that interview. I I thought it was great. I thought it was a great interview. It was amazing. He was so nice. and I finally got to meet him. Yeah, I mean, I talked about doing the interview, but she didn't do the interview with his show. Yeah, but next time I will. It was because what had happened, it was such a quick thing. Like, And I had school I, and work. Yeah, she was she was at work and I was just scrolling through Reddit and I had saw that he had posted like, hey, looking for someone to be on the guest show like, like right now. And so I just messaged him and I was like, hey, I am the producer of a podcast and I make beats and this is what you're looking for. Can I come on? And also, let's talk about Reddit for a second. Does anyone know how to use it? Anybody? Drop any information that you know. I'm Reddit's learning weird. how to use it, but I only use it for like the podcast. So I do kind of want to learn how to get like the full juiciness, thickness of Reddit. I want it all, baby. But anywho, it I don't even remember what the fuck I was talking about. We're talking about <laughs> we're gonna start talking about something else. Anyways, um Brooks, thank you so much for coming on yes, our podcast. Everyone, we love you. Please, please, please go make sure to go check out their podcast, the Wrap It Up Podcast. Go check out the interview I did with him on his show, the first episode of season two. Go check that out. But thank you again. Now we're gonna get into the thickness of this topic. Um I saw a TikTok. It was by the TikTok user, the crazy guy, Ty, the crazy guy. And it was about this online gambling website called Rubet. Rubet? Rubet. Rubet. And apparently it's like allegedly there's claims of a human trafficking. But allegedly is in quotes. Yes. Allegedly. We're, we don't have a whole setup. It's in quotes. It's allegedly. But so he was just talking about this website that apparently is like this online gambling website. And, you know, like in the U.S., online gambling is illegal. I mean, yeah, but it happens. Yeah. I mean, people have VPNs. They put them everywhere else. But it's illegal. It's the smoke illegal. and half of the freaking 
states, but people smoke. Yeah, we do whatever the fuck America we want here in America. America doesn't listen to rules. Yeah, we, we don't believe in We don't rules. believe in it. Um, it's a suggestion. But anywho, he shows this, these videos of these girls, and apparently it's mostly, like, women dealers, and you, they, like, deal it out, and then you, you know, bet and play the game. Well, apparently, like, a lot of these women are, like, looking very, very, like, sleep-deprived, and a lot of them are looking extremely drugged. Like... They look really drugged. There was this one guy who was live streaming him playing, and it actually but isn't that showed illegal? what to live stream gambling. No, it's not actually. People do it on Twitch all the time. Stupid. I know. I don't know why, but it is, and it showed this lady, this lady dealer. She literally passed out on the fucking like table and then it shows like three guys like rushing to her and then instead of just like picking her up or like putting her on the ground it shows them like moving her and the chair that she's sitting on like all at the same time it's like they're like scooting her yeah they're trying to get her out of the way it's a live stream they don't want to have bad publicity no it's like as if she's tied to the chair like she can't leave the chair and so like they can't just like pick her up and move her they have to like push her on the chair that she's tied to is there any action being taken if it's on a live stream the fucking authorities should be on that well 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 well. sorry i got really southern there in that word (laughs) that one word just turned real southern well apparently some of these women are wearing masks and some of them aren't and it's really weird because like why would you make some of them only wear masks and not the other well Apparently, there's this, like, screenshot of one of the dealers, and she's wearing a mask, and people believe that it looks a lot like this girl. Her name was Lauren Spear. I'm probably saying her last name wrong. Spear. But, um, she was a, like, a girl that went missing in, like, 2010, I think it was. But she had gone missing, and... Now, like, there's this picture of this lady that looks very, very similar to this girl, like, in this weird online gambling well, website. Well, has, like, anyone kind of taken any steps for that? Like, to kind of talk to authorities and been like, bro, this girl looks like someone who's been reported as missing. Well, apparently what had happened was the mother of Lauren actually had seen the video. Someone that she knew um, sent her the video. And so she said that, like, she takes any lead, any anything possible and sends it to, you know, law enforcement. So they sent it there and I guess they're like investigating it. So maybe we'll see something come out of it soon. But yeah, we'll definitely so, probably keep on top of that because that's kind of sus. It for was just, sure. Yeah. And it was really, really crazy because it just. Is it still like active? Robet? Rubet? Whatever it is? I don't know. I mean, I haven't looked it up. But right. the TikTok was really, really crazy. And it w- it just went way into like more detail. But I mean, it goes to show one, online gambling should not be a thing. Unless it's like completely computer. But like that weird like... Yeah, I play Texas Hold'em with the computer. Yeah, I'm like, that's different. It's all a computer. But like, that's super weird that like it's real live people being filmed in like some strange room. Like, And I feel like if the authorities are already involved because of that girl, Lauren, 
Rubet should probably be shut down at this point. They probably have, I mean, but they also probably aren't shut down. They have, like, another, like, site that they go to and they have it under a different name or whatever. But I do believe that they're probably, as a Rubet entity, are shut down. Well, I mean, they'll probably, hope. listen, if what is being said is true or comes out to be true, they're going to get shut down. But then it's just kind of scary. It's just going to like, pick up somewhere else and they're going to be yeah, so much more exactly. sneakier about it. So I feel like they should get the girls when they can, have someone go undercover. I volunteer as tribute. I'm not the best blackjack player or any kind of gambling in it at all. Actually, I don't know what I'm doing. Really good at slot machines once in a while. Um, but I volunteer as tribute. I'll go in undercover and try to figure out what's going on. No, 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 no. Well, it's just crazy. And I just, online gambling with this website and the fact that they're like filming these women and especially that all of them look like drugged and fucking like over worked and sleep deprived like that's just weird like yeah i mean i would understand if it was a couple i'd be like bro you don't know their personal life like leave them the fuck out of this but if all of them are looking like that then yeah i think that's something that raises a lot of suspicion well i just hope they find out something about that soon because that was like really really sketch and that actually didn't take as long to talk about so we want to talk about trisha paytas okay because we love her Woke. And that came out super sarcastic because I don't love her. She drives me bonkers. Um, well, okay. Uh, Backtrack. Why are we talking about Trisha Paytas today? Okay, so a lot more like frenemies drama came out and I just... <sighs> I get it. Literally get it. Well, because... I called Cody yesterday to ask like what time we're going to record today because I had school. And he was like... Um, he was like, oh, we'll do it at this time because it's the time the interview's at, whatever. Then he goes, there's tea. We have Trisha tea. And I literally was like, well, I know what I'm doing tomorrow morning. Yeah, well, because here's my thing about it is, one, I loved Frenemies. And I was a Trisha stan before, like, Frenemies. And that's how I found Frenemies. And that's how I found, like, the H3 productions and stuff like that. And now, like, I very much enjoy watching the H3 podcast and watching every all of their shows but um i've been really following this frenemies drama because i follow the drama but i also i watched every frenemies episode like i always watched it every single week that was our like tea talk we loved it that's what made us want to do a podcast yeah was that because me and him would literally have such different viewpoints like we'd agree on certain things but majority of it i was like see cody I love you. See, and this is where... Okay, because... This is where the drama... This, all of a sudden, okay, it's been, what, like a month or so. Nothing's really been said. But now, all of a sudden... Now, all of a sudden, Trisha wants Trisha to be relevant again. Trisha is going on Keemstar's show. And obviously, that would make Ethan upset, which I totally agree. Like, I would be very upset if something like that happened. Like, of course... I see that. But Trish wants to be relevant, and Keemstar reached out to her because he posted a tweet, a video, on his Twitter saying, Hey, Trish, come on, blah, 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 we'll talk. So she wants to be relevant again because, again, like you just said, it's been a month. No one's really been saying much shit about anything. And she's like, damn, I want to be relevant. I want to go for the drama. I want to do all this stuff. She knew exactly what she was doing wearing the Frenemies merch. I mean, she could have texted Ethan, like I told you. She could have texted him and been like, Hey, Keemstar reached out. I'm going on it. I'll have your back. Um, well, okay, so this is where... Trisha fucks herself 
Because a lot of times the things she that she does, it, she it makes sense. But then she just says so much dumb shit. And then it, it just kind negates of everything all, that she's Yes, saying. exactly. Like, here's the thing. It's like, yeah, she went on the Keem show, which is really fucked up and really weird. And like, God, why would you ever give that man like any time any of day? But she has gone on to Gabby Hanna's podcast. She has went to... Wait, no. Yeah, she's gone she on to Gabby Hanna. Came, she yeah. had um, she Jeff Wittick came, came on to her podcast, came on to the Frenemies, had her him on. Then she, yeah, had went on to Tana's, which it's not like they hate each other. It's not like they're friends. No, but... but like, he, I guess she does have those, like, connections to David, and so it's weird. But it's not out of her norm to go on. And then she went on Ethan's podcast after Ethan talked shit about her. So it's not uncommon for her to go on these people's show and to, like, make them either, like, say what they were saying to her face or, like, they they try to squash whatever it is. I just think it was everything else and all the fluff and all the extra shit she was saying within that. Because I think she could have literally just said that, like, this is a... This is something that I've always done. Like, look, it is something catch that she's me going on Gabby. Done. Catch me going on Ethan's before Frenemies when he was talking shit. But catch that was because they were talking shit about her. That's what I'm saying. Is Keemstar talked shit about Ethan. She keeps trying to portray this whole scenario that Ethan and her, she has no ill will towards Ethan. She's upset about Ethan's, like, the whole 5% bullshit. But he's family. They're friends. They're this. They're that. Keemstar... Had shit with Ethan. That was legit shit with Ethan. He had said some nasty shit about Ethan's wife. He said yeah. all this stuff, right? So, again, if you want to be a person who wants to say, hey, I don't have any ill will. Like, I, you know, he said his apology, whatever, blah, 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 was what she was saying. She was like, let's try to mend it, you know, and be better. She then says, oh, like I said too, a simple fucking text. Hey, Ethan. Keem asked me to be on his podcast. I'm going on there, but don't worry. I'll have your back. I did also decide to wear Frenemies merch. Keem posts a picture. I think it was him that posted it on his Twitter, right? Or Trish. I don't know. Who. No, he posted One of the bitches it. posted it, okay? So one of them posted that shit, and she's all happy as Larry sitting in the middle of fucking Faze Bangs and Keemstar, and Ethan sees it, and he goes, what the actual fuck? Because Trish said she has his back. She would never go on Keem's thing, yada, yada, yada. While they were on H3, I get shit happened. I get the frenemies thing is not a thing no more. But still, she can't be mad and go on a 42-minute rant on her YouTube saying, he has no right. He has yes, he does. He has a right because he said some vile shit about his family. So he has every right to be upset. He has every right. So you can't be mad that they're defending themselves and saying, hey, Trish, we're not really happy with you. They're not fucking happy with you, Trish, because you could have sent them a text. You're a family at this point. You are dating, engaged, slash almost about to be married to his brother-in-law. Well, Grow the fuck up. Okay, well, yes. And that's, like, Trisha's issue, though, too, is because she's just contradicting herself over and over and over again, where one of her big things in this argument that she was saying was, like, you have no right to, like, 
go and like talk about my sister after she posted a TikTok and released it, like deleted it an hour later, but then immediately went and like contradicted herself and said, well, if you talk about me, I have the right to talk about you. Well, it's like, okay, if that's what you believe and that's what you say, if your sister talks about Ethan, Ethan can talk about your sister. If you like if you talk about, you talk Hila, about Ethan, Ethan's gonna talk about you. Ethan can then, talk about you. Yes, and so I'm like, but she gets just... so mad. She'll talk about you and say some shit. Like when she was on Frenemy, she would talk about Ethan's wife, and then when Ethan's wife would say something on their age three thing, she'd be like, "What the fuck? Why are you talking about me? Like you don't know me. You don't know my life." Yada yada. But like, bitch, you talked about her. She can talk about you. Yeah, she's definitely very like. And the thing is, I hated the fact that she was really, like, she was like the whole Rylan and Jeffrey, like Rylan, Shane, and Jeffrey. She's like. See, I was still friends with Rylan and Shane when they were still supporting Jeffrey because I was like, you know what? It's fine. Bitch, you were so passive-aggressive. People literally were like, she like, she talks so much shit about them. And she's like, oh, haha, I'm saying it in a joking manner. No, bitch, you're not. You're really not. You're really not. Everyone can see right through you. And then she tried to play devil's advocate again and try to, like, get herself out of a hole. And she was like, I don't like David Dobrik, but I still went on Tana's podcast. And I was like... Again, would you be okay with Ethan going to make a little cameo in David Dobrik's vlogs? No, you wouldn't. You'd throw a fucking tantrum. Well, and who knows, because she said that she wouldn't care. Bitch would care. But, yeah, she definitely would. And How about it? What if what if Ethan were to ask Gabby Hanna to be on the H3 podcast? How would that go down? Well, see, and that's the thing. I don't same know. shit, you, same you, shit. Yeah, she probably, yeah, she would definitely be upset 100%. I yeah, and I we just, would have literally Trisha, like five forty-two minute videos to watch, and literally I can't do it. Well, yeah, Trisha, my brain cannot take that. Trisha takes everything to an extreme. She just her biggest downfall is herself, but that's also something that it's not like she doesn't know that you know. So yeah, but I mean, like, grow up. Yeah, and that's grow what sucks is like you had probably one of the like most popular podcasts and. Who, me? I This is my first podcast ever. Not you, ever. bitch, but, like, Trisha. <laughs> I know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> God damn. I'm and in she's such a away. mood today. And I, just, I was thinking about that, and I was like, damn, if she would have just, like, been mad, you know? Like, you can be mad. You have every right to be mad. But just be mad not on the internet, you know? Like, why didn't you just be talk a bunch of internet, shit? Be mad on the internet, but don't contradict no, yourself. No, 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 no. Because no, it's the internet. No, no, it lives no, there forever. No, no, People no, literally, no, no, if you no. delete the YouTube video, someone probably recorded it already. Well, that's what I'm and saying. Can repost it. It's don't, on the internet for fucking ever. Don't contradict yourself. Well, I was making a whole other point, bitch. <laughs> I like internet drama. I don't want it to stop. I know. But no, what I'm telling her is like, because Trisha does, like, Trisha is not like where they get to like a little argument and then they can just make up and be like, hey, I'm sorry, because she goes fucking crazy. She goes for it. the jugular. Well, yeah, she goes, yeah, she, she goes well, straight for the carotid where you can't even put She's very much like me. Tea. It's very self-destructive is like, you don't stop until there's nothing left. That's you? Oh, fuck yeah. Dude, I've gotten better. Well, that's the thing. I've gotten better with it. I've worked on it. Like, you know, I've, I used to be like that. Like four years ago, I was really, really bad. But like, I've worked on it. I've gotten better. But with that, it's just like, damn, she has every right to be mad. Like, no matter what, like whatever even started it, like, and genuinely what started the frenemies fight. I'm like, if you don't even think about it, it's because she was triggered about talking about Gabby Hanna all fucking week. Like, 
for someone to who's said how big of a trigger Gabby Hanna well, is. Well, that's a go on her podcast. That was a while ago, and that was also to try to like squash the beef. You can tell. It, did you watch that podcast? Barely. I hate Gabby's voice. It makes me want to kill people. Well, oh whoa. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Is like I watched it and. Trisha, you can tell the whole time, was extremely uncomfortable. She was very much like, Gabby would say one thing, and Trisha was like, no, that's not what happened. And then it was just like a very back and forth. So it was it was a good podcast. I think she had the best intentions, but Gabby did not. And so... Gabby never has the best intentions. Have you seen what she's doing to Jessie Smiles, the poor girl? Oh, R.I.P. That sucks. No, and honestly, that was a... I really, you know, Gabby was just doing these videos, and I think everyone was actually honestly pretty entertained with what Gabby was doing, and like, oh, what stupid drama is she going to start with next? But then the fact that she hit such a serious topic, that did not sit well with people. Like, she didn't even finish the series. I know. She shouldn't have, but like... She definitely full-heartedly thought that she was making good points and people were going to be on her side and entertained. And then she came out with, like, such vile shit that, like... And then she came out with that rebuttal. Canceled. She was like, I'm the victim. Jesse oh has been victimizing God. me this whole... Like, bitch, shut the fuck and up. That's also With your little fucking... Bitch. Have you seen the little, like, that video? That she's sitting there with her fucking dog? And I'm like, bro, what the fuck? What, what is this shit? Anyways, back to Trisha. Trisha, get your shit in order. Well, no, yeah, that, and what I was saying is she should have got home and, like, you know, talk shit to fucking Moses and, like, talk shit to him and then calm down and then talk to Ethan because guess what? She, they could have, like, it's taken a, a week off or matter. whatever. But, yeah, it's a family matter. And as That's well why... as, like, then there could have continued the show because it's not that they fought is why the show had a disagreement yeah i'm like and they're frenemies and that's that's what it is we're frenemies we agree to disagree that's what gets the most clicks is the arguing and the fights and that they want that obviously so of course that's not going to end the show what ended the show was that trish honestly took it too far and she took it too far on the internet and made it public and that was the downfall. And so it was just like, damn, if you took at least two seconds just like off the internet to just be mad and like fucking talk shit to like people in person, like still talk shit. Fuck it. Who cares? Yeah. But don't do it on such a public. That's platform. like I say the same thing is like when it's like business or it's like romantic, keep that shit off the internet. Like business wise, like us two. If you ever, it's just my PSA, if you ever go online. You're like, Sims this I'm way, Sims that way. all your dirty I have a lot dish. of dirty laundry, but a lot of it I air out on my own. I mean, we just spent this whole podcast airing it. Not even dirty laundry. That was just laundry. That was whites. It was fine. It's on permanent press. That was socks. That was just socks. Um, that was the bedding. That's okay. That's fine. What I'm saying is I air out my dirty laundry quite a bit. I'm a very big person and believer that you can learn from others' traumas, others' like wrongdoings, everything like that. So I do say, like, I make a lot of wrong, I make a lot of mistakes, and I will learn from it, and I will teach people my own ways and stuff, and be like, hey, this didn't work for me, but it might work for you, so don't, every, everyone's different. But if you ever went on fucking, like, a live stream, YouTube, fucking Twitter, whatever the bullshit that you want to go on to, and you were like, Sim and I had a disagreement, fuck this, fuck that, and try to get some supporters to you, and then some supporters would be like, oh no, I'm Team Sim, blah, 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 bitch, no, it's like, if we have a disagreement, we're talking to each other, and we're, we're having zigs whack. in the middle. 
we have Ziggs in the middle as our mediator, and whoever he barks at, he barks at. You know, and that's the person that's wrong. He'll be our mediator. Ziggs is uh, Cody's dog, BTW, from the first episode, if you remember him, breathing heavily. Her. Her, sorry. I'm, I always call him, I call her a him, and then I call Dobby um, a her. I have a dog and a cat, and everyone misgenders them. Yeah, it's bad. Anyways, it. Call it it. Okay. No, I'm just they kidding. Are my I'm kidding. Uh, Ziggs is never gonna have real Ziggs babies. is amazing. I know you're probably gonna just like be with your nieces or nephew, sorry, and that's it. <sighs> We're still even getting used to that guy. He's I know. cute. He's cool, but He'll I be didn't the godparent like to that. my kid, whichever kid I have. Oh shit! Just don't die because I don't want it. No, I'll have a godmother that'll have soul custody. Okay, but cool. you can be a godparent cool, to like cool. fuck around and like Perfect. throw the basketball with them and treat them like humble them. Okay, that's perfect. You won't have custody over them. I would never do that to my kids. <laughs> I would hope you would never do that to me. I would never put my kids in that situation. <laughs> Literally ever. My kids would be like, if I like, if I hated my kids and I had like some, like if I felt like how I feel like my parents feel about me, then I'd be like, absolutely, you're going to live with your Uncle Cody. What the fuck? <laughs> And I would time, change the will real quick. I wouldn't time. even tell Cody that I changed the will. I just changed the will. I would run. I'd change my <laughs> name. I'd move to Mexico. I don't know. I would be gone. Uh, whatever. But anyways, Trisha, get your shit together. Um, but not too much to where I don't have entertainment on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I still want to watch you be a mess, but be less of a mess. Get your shit together with, like, like get your shit together 30%, because I still need the also, 70% of drama. Also... Also, stop bringing up old shit. I hate the fact that she still brings up the fact that her and Jeff Wittick had issues at Starbucks like a fucking year ago. Like, Bro, why are you still bringing Jeff that up? Jeff Wittick almost why died. You... Leave the poor soul alone. Oh, I know. Poor guy. Poor man. He humbled himself, too. Well, yeah. and okay. Genuinely, I just want... I want frenemies to be back. I want them to post that video i know the goodbye last... the be all end all video yeah i wanted to actually get posted i doubt they'll like, post it they'll hold on to it for a hot minute well now at this point i'm like i feel like he did maybe genuinely want to release it but i'm like trisha has talked so much shit and talked about it so much and I'm if like, he posts it he has to, to post it as friend of me he has to give her commission too oh i don't wouldn't he because it's posted as friend it's as she, friend of me I, they're together I think so but I wouldn't want to give no she bitch my like, money like that. The like fuck? It's my money. Deal about not the five percent shit. Honestly, me and him talked about that. Uh uh-uh, uh, you can have my five percent. I never break this shit up for five percent. The fuck? I'm taking that. 5%. He would take that. Back. He does a lot more than I do. I just show up and lay here in his closet and talk. He does everything else. No, yeah. Bring stop. Stop bringing up old shit. Also, I want something new on. The social medias. We said I, that last week too. Did we, don't, we didn't talk about it? We did. We said we talked two episodes ago. I'm pretty sure we talked about that we wanted change because we talked about the whole fact that like we did. We did talk about it because it was all just the same creators like that we keep constantly seeing, and that TikTok is boring now because it's kind of like dated, and it's just all these people yada yada yada. I think we did we talk about to, it, but we took it. No, out. we did. Oh, did you? Fuck yeah, I took that. it out. Remember? No, you didn't. Oh, maybe it didn't. I'm pretty sure it's still in there. No, I'm not psycho. I know it's still in there. Because I heard it. If didn't, I want to just say, give me new creators. Give me something 
more. Give me drama. I want interest. I just want something else. Like, I'm tired of seeing the same shit we've been seeing for years. Like, let me... Give me something Kardashian-worthy. Now that the Kardashians are off the air, I need something that makes me happy. And they gave me happy levels because I was like, damn, my life will never be like theirs on how they literally... Like, one, I'll never be as rich as them. I know that. That's fine. I have come to terms with that on my own self. Oh, we're going to make millions with this right? show. What but you listen, mean? I loved the Kardashians because of the sick trash reality TV that it was. And I was like, my life will never be that bad to where I have to exploit myself on reality TV for E! News or ETV. Like, oh, no. I would just do it willingly. I wouldn't. I would I not totally want that many people in my life. I love, it. I'm the person that's like, keep it private, but not a secret. That's my motto in life. Keep it private, but not a secret. Sorry, I know I'm acting like a freaking... I can't find a comfortable position, but this is actually really comfortable. Well, I would totally, like, I want to be a real housewife. I want to be on Jersey Shore Family Vacation. I want to be on one of those types of things where it's like a... I would love to be on a thing where it's like just for a summer vacation. Remember how they used to do the... um, What's that called? The real world? The real world, yeah. I would do that. I would do that because it's just for a little bit, but then I'd be like, okay, cool. Would you do any of the dating shows? <gasps> Sim, what? let's get you on one of the dating circles. Let's get you on Love Island. We can put you on Love Island, no, and then you can promote our show on Love I Island. I mean, I okay. Likes Love here's Island. the thing. Okay, we can do. That's You're fine. You're attractive enough to. Be I'm on not. Love I you my are okay. You are. Though. I'm built like a twelve year old boy. You could totally get on Love I'm Island. built like a twelve year old boy, and I have severe, 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 like commitment issues to where it's like. I, we just talked about literally the beginning of this. We need to be alone. Did we not say that? Did, did we not just say, you need to be independent and do this? Like, bitch, if I literally go onto a dating show and I see somebody and I connect with them, I'd be like, oh my gosh. And then watch them be like, I'm just using you for the fame. I would cry. Real, authentic tears. And then I probably would not know what to do with my life. They wouldn't be using you for the fame because you guys are both on the same show. You guys are on the same show. Yeah, but the, the million dollar prize at the end or some shit, whatever it is. I don't know how much. I watch Love Island in UK because I like the accents. I like the UK version too. I don't really watch the US, US version. version. I don't either because I can't find it on Hulu. Well, get, uh, it doesn't have to be Love Island. Okay, apply, like literally send in applications for me everywhere. Okay. Well, guys, get ready. Sim's going to be on Love Island. Get ready to watch me have mental breakdowns instead of hearing about them. All right. I think that's it. I'm done. Are you done? I mean, I could go on, but I want to be done because I need to go to bed. I have to wake up at like 5 a.m. Well, and I think now this show's going on like almost two hours with you. Yeah, honestly, let's fucking quit this because they probably are going to get upset with us that it's this long. Anyways, thank you so much, Brooks, for coming on our podcast one more time. And thank you for having Cody on yours. Yes. So once again, go check out the Wrap It Up podcast on Spotify and come check us out next week because we'll be here. Also, you know, I don't ever say this, but make sure you follow this podcast. And follow us on Insta. We just made an Insta official. That's whack. Official. That's whack. Follow us on Instagram. Check out all of our updates, our little snippets for the show. We're going to be posting more about ourselves, too. So see what we do on our daily lives. Yeah. And we'll be posting little things like we're thinking of like maybe starting with some stickers or some shit so like leave some comments on our insta see what you guys might be into whatever what you want to hear about if you have any topics that you think are dope that you want to hear honestly yeah and that's because we'll talk about that we'll be like yo the people want to know this is our thoughts on it 
yeah so link in the description for our instagram link in the description to the wrap it up podcast link in the description to newsly with our promo code hey say it again what's our promo code what's our promo code 2021 so go use that and once again we love you and we will see you next friday peace out girl scouts goodbye